We're joined by Jerry Mayor Judson. We're going to talk a little bit about the cosmetics industry. Yes, the cosmetics industry is incredibly wasteful because you think about it, you get, say, a lipstick. It's mm-hmm. at least in a tube that is plastic. That you, it's, it's mixed materials that can be recycled, mm-hmm. and then it's in a little box, which you might be able to recycle, and sometimes there's a plastic bag involved. So, And then all of these you know, billions and billions of products moving around the world, massive carbon footprint, all of that. It's The beauty industry is a big offender, but I found a, a company that is local. It's just on the island. It is called Elate Beauty. It's a sustainable beauty brand, again, based in Victoria, founded by a lady named Melody Reynolds about 10 years ago. And all of their products are made in Canada, right off the Mm. bat. Very small, small carbon footprint, exactly, compared to to what we'd see. 50% of them are made right on the island. Mm. And all of the packaging is refillable and recyclable. So even if you don't order the refills, you can at least recycle 100% of the products, which is so good. And Melody is a super interesting woman, and she's a leader in both beauty and sustainability spaces. And the story of how and why she started her company is incredible. So I started late with the idea that putting on makeup isn't going to change the world. However, you are the person who can change the world with the small choices that you make because they add up to global impact. I worked for a very large cosmetics company based in in Paris. And the self-worth piece of the beauty industry is the thing that really struck me. And I and I focused my own personal career on trying to make a difference with the individuals that I that I touched, you know, individuals whose makeup I was doing or, you know, in my role as, as a global educator for my company. But it was during that time that I recognized that the beauty company that I was working for didn't actually care. They, they didn't want people to only buy products that they needed. They wanted people to overconsume. And so I started to draw the correlation between, you know, that marketing piece that makes us feel bad so we buy 15 lipsticks that we don't need and the correlation of of the prolific waste in the beauty industry. It's almost known for waste. Each year, you know, there's a statistic that gets bandied around a lot, but it's true. There's 120 billion plastic packages that get made for the beauty industry specifically. Many of those actually will be made into product that never even gets used. It never gets sold. It just gets thrown directly into the landfill. And so I brought it up at at a meeting in my company And this is a place where, you know, I have to take you back to like 2006, where I was the only woman in the room at a beauty company. I remember saying like, hey, I have an idea about this product and and what we should be saying to our customers to make them feel good. And I remember my boss looked at me like I had two heads and he was like, "Uh, no, you know, furthermore, no one actually cares what you think. You're here because we have to have a woman at the table. That really was the catalyst. And I realized that someone's got to do something. And I guess that someone is me. I chose a career that I thought would be really joyful because of that beautiful power that the beauty industry has to make people feel that joy. And all it did was make me feel bad. And so I I did the opposite. I I just, I only did things that brought me joy. And one of the things that I decided to do was I, I started taking make your own skincare classes. And the more knowledge that I gained about making products, the more I realized that anybody could do this. You just have to figure it out. And so, you know, I turned to my partner at that time and I said, I think I think I want to do this. And he said, "Okay, let's do it. And so we took our collective savings and um, I sunk it into research and development. And I started making lipsticks in my kitchen. Then we launched in November of 2014. And I don't make it in my kitchen anymore, I promise. We focused on creating high-performing products 
that are housed in sustainable and reusable and refillable packaging. That's really important. I also am really strong on the values of B Corps or benefit corporations. We actually became certified as a B Corp in 2019. We were the first cosmetic company in Canada to do so. We balance people, planet, and profit. That means that we have a high focus on environmental achievements, making sure that we can achieve those targets so that our products are not just neutral for the world, but actually good for the world. And the key piece that we always still run on is that you are perfect, whole, and complete just as you are. That If you feel the need to adorn yourself with makeup, we want to make sure that you feel great, that you feel empowered, and that you feel joy. And my personal mission is to turn beauty consumers into beauty citizens. You know, consumers consume. That's what we do, right? We gobble things up. Citizens actually are more intentional about the things that they purchase. They use them up until they're gone. They use their voices to talk about what's right and what's not. And the companies that support citizens like mine are the ones that are changing the world and are changing the landscape of business for better. There's a portion of your profits, right, that you donate to environmental causes. We actually plant trees with every order that comes through. um, And every order that comes through is actually fulfilled here in our Victoria headquarters. And then we also donate 1% to social or human causes. That's something that's really important to me as well. I, you know, I have a lot of personal relationships with the Victoria Women Transitions House, which is um, our our women's shelter here on the island. But we've also partnered with Plan International, um, the IRSSS, um, Rainbow Refugee is another one of our favorite partners. So yeah, we, we generally, once a quarter, we sit down as a team and decide, you know, who we want to support for the next little while. And then all of those funds are distributed to those organizations. Well, for sure. Well, thank you so much, Melody, for uh, for taking some time to chat with me today. It's been an absolute delight. This is the most heartwarming Aww. chat I've had in quite some time. <laughs> Aww, thank you. Of course. I'm just so delighted that we got to connect. What's amazing uh, about that conversation is that uh, the business is set up in Victoria. Yes. Right? Yeah. You think cosmetics, you think either L.A. or New York or generally Europe, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Or some low-cost area, right? Yeah, exactly. But uh, we're keeping it hyper-local and, you know, reducing that carbon footprint, which is like, that's just so impressive. I was sitting there nodding. I was like, oh, my goodness, this is cool. Well, the fact that all the time, well, we just took our savings and we just... Just... Just did it. That's such a supportive partnership. Just well, that's a su- that's a sign it. of a true entrepreneur too. Where 100%. If you believe it, it and, and there's no guarantee, but you take the risk and you're using uh, your savings uh, to take that risk. And and sit, like I said, sitting in Victoria to do a cosmetics business, right? Good for good for her. Good for her. And if yeah. you want, it's uh, elatebeauty.com. If you want to get some reusable, refillable mascara and whatnot, products are pretty elate? cool. Elate. E L A T E. Beauty.com. Elatebeauty.com. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you.